You all set for retirement, mate? Yeah. My sis will look after me. Claire, did you win the lotto? Not my sister. My C-Bus super income stream. Sis. Right. With as little as $80,000 super, Sis works with the pension to provide a steady paycheck even after you retire. Seabus for all of us. To consider if Seabus is right for you, go to seabussuper.com.au for a PDF. I had to go about it, write it out, and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. Yeah. 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 This is the final word India Daily with Jeff Lemon and Adam Collins. We are coming to you from the Woolen Gabba, the ground in Brisbane, the cricket ground where cricket was played today. We got to Brisbane. Cricket was played here yesterday too. It wasn't that big a surprise. It was day two of the fourth test match of the Border Gavaskar Trophy between Australia and India. We were there and you're about to be there via us, via the locum of us and via the locum of Adam Collins who's about to tell you what happened on day two in the time frame of 30 seconds or fewer. I'll spell it out in three sessions. The first of them, Australia lost 5 for 95, so they went from 5 for 274, all out 369, Payne out for 50, which precipitated a bit of a lower middle order collapse. Mm. Three for, for three separate Indian bowlers who took their first wickets in test cricket in the innings. In reply, India 2 for 62 when the rain came. Rohit Sharma, uh, the most prominent Indian batsman so far, out for 44 just before it started tumbling. No cricket in the third session, called off five minutes to five local time. We're back early again tomorrow. Good. That was good. That was yeah. bang on, I think. I didn't count specifically, but it felt like 32 seconds to me, and I'm happy with that. So, look, the way things started off this morning, it was five down for Australia. They were coming back, Tim Payne and, and Cameron Green, with the bat, and they got through that first hour and were starting to put runs on, and it started to have the feeling for me of one of these bad-for-touring teams Gabba days. I oh, was yeah. like, these guys are going to bat for a while. They're going to get it to 400. The tail's going to come in and, and schmack it around, and, you know, they'll end up for. 50 ahead and then it all changed in the blink of an eye suddenly they lost three for four green out Payne out and pat cummins out um, who, who played such a long innings here a couple of years ago in the ashes 2017 god that was more than a couple of years ago now jesus time goes quickly doesn't it doesn't it just um, and it, it suddenly like india were back in it so those two came together at five for two thirteen it's five for three eleven, and you're thinking, well, this is a 400, 450, you mm. know, write your own ticket. They'll, they'll make their own mind up when they declare. Payne's batting fluently and beautifully and with patience. So Shadul Thakur was trying to get him to play outside the off yeah. stump for four overs and Payne resisted, resisted the urge. It was a deep point, two slips in a gully. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he passes 50 and as soon as you make a big fuss around his half century on the call, next ball, edges the second slip, Rohit Sharma takes a safe snaffle there. Next over, Cameron Green misses a straight one from Sunda. Mm-hmm. And I've got to say, I mean, and Dan Bredig made this point on Twitter, something to be said for off spinners and finger spinners bowling yeah. stump to stump because you get that natural variation. There was nothing particularly special about that delivery. First impression was, oh, that's one that's gone the other way. That wasn't the one that went the other way. It just didn't turn. And it clipped the outside edge on the way through. There was a little something, though, wasn't there? I, I watched that delivery over a bunch of times, and you're right. It came out exactly as an off-break. But it did just deviate a bit. No, yeah. But after it pitched, it was like it hit a little funny bit in the pitch or something. <laughs> and it just deviated enough, and it took a faint little outside edge, too. And Green was sort of two-leg side of the ball trying to play it. But it did 
just moved that little bit. He was playing it on the line, I think. Yeah, maybe that's so. But in any case, wickets at 3.11 and 3.13, which fed right into the slipstream of what Payne said to me before play when you know, doing our pre-game interview, pre-day mm. interview. He said, we've not been ruthless enough and we've had good partnerships. We've not made them great partnerships. We've not gone and put the foot down and, and taken the game away throughout yep. the series. It was his main area for improvement, if you like. And he used his own partnership with Green as an example of where they could set that right for the rest of this match. And they put on 98. Payne goes, Green goes, and the over after that, Pat Cumming goes leg before wicket to Thakur again. Yeah, and, and they the, reviewed the that, but it was hitting um, leg stump. Full toss reviewed. It was hitting yeah. leg stump. There was some conjecture on social media, but that was out for mine. Well, that was just a review for the sake of a review, but it hit yeah. him on the ankle in front of middle. And you could have said, like, maybe there's a quarter chance it might have been going down, but it it was one of those ones that looked so good live. You're like, you give that just on principle. That's um, right. Whether it's going down or not. You can't get hit on the ankle in front of middle stump and not be given out, basically. No, I agree. It's one of those ones for 135 years it's mm. out every time. Since DRS, you might take a second mm-hmm. look, but it's still out when you go through the, the formal process with ball tracking. So at that point, eight for three, one, five it must have been you think well they're going to be all out for 320 or 330 enter Nathan Lyon who played some glorious shots the hook shot mm-hmm. the sweep shot and the on drive in his 100th test match he said on uh, on TV during the rain delay later that's the best shot he's played in test cricket I think Alan Border said it and Lyon agreed with it mm-hmm. stunning bit of batting he made I think it was 24, 24. Mitchell Stark hit a 6 over cow corner so they they managed to wag the tail wags and put on 56 for the final 3 wickets the Australian tail mm. has two. been crucial final Final two, is it? Sorry. Yeah. They've been crucial through the course of uh, this series mm-hmm. at Adelaide and Melbourne and Sydney and now here again. So that got them up to 369. They were dismissed five minutes after lunch would have otherwise been taken. Mm-hmm. Hazelwood, I think, was the last man out, which gave Natrajan his third. So Natrajan, Thakur and Sunda both all picked up three wickets and all mm-hmm. of them had no test wickets when they woke up yesterday. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, and poor old, um, poor old Siraj who bowled really well and took one for um, yes. even though... in the first over. He, he was the aggressor, he led the line, he had to do a huge amount of the work um, and, and couldn't pick up that late wicket. But I particularly enjoyed Nathan Lyons batting today. He's always entertaining to watch, but he was welcomed to the crease by the crowd here like nobody else, so even more so than the Brisbane boy, <laughs> Marnus, um, getting 100 yesterday. They were like, we are here to see Nathan Lyon bat and when he started peeling off boundaries there was an off drive that he played as well where he just shuffled forward to it crisp as you like Um, the the couple of pull shots the sweep it was all happening and I was thinking Nathan Lyon will never have a better chance to make a test 50 you might remember that he's never quite got one because he got 47 in Cape Town wasn't it when they were falling apart and he kept going over cover and playing ridiculous shots and got to 47 and then fell looking for a boundary for his 50 and I thought he's in a situation where they're 300 plus there's no pressure because there's no expectation it's just go out there and make what you can there's no match pressure that you need to bat for the match or whatever it might be you're on a beautiful batting track like pretty much a road against an inexperienced tired bowling team I was like you need to make 50 today (laughs) you should make 50 today and then he didn't he played the sweep shot and just didn't get to the pitch of it from Washington Sundar played over the top of it bowled behind his legs and that was disappointing but Josh Hazelwood the two cover drives he played as well just leaning into them stroking them to the boundary made 11 got bowled by a decent almost Yorker but that was lovely to see as well the Bendemir Brian Lara Josh Hazelwood (laughs) with those cover drives online I, I, I reckon it reminded me of the 29 he made here against Pakistan four years ago when the nice Gary movement started mm. sort of mm. gathering momentum. Through yep. that fascinating summer for him where he's nearly dropped twice yep. after the Hobart debacle and after the Melbourne Test match. Mm-hmm. 
clings on by his fingernails to stay in the 11 before they go to India. Then he has his greatest year in test cricket and sort of the rest is history. But here at the Gabba, when it could have gone either way, he puts on 50 with Jackson Bird for mm-hmm. the final wicket. I think he hooked a six at one point. Yeah. You know, everyone was very excited about it. But the difference was four years on or four and a bit years on, he's a technically much better player now. It's not mm. unexpected when he sweeps you for four. Mm. It's not unexpected when he hooks you off his eyes because he's developed his batting with his brother Brendan, his batting coach, yep. so much through that stretch of time that he's now dare I say it, better than a conventional number 10. Certainly mm-hmm. more correct than what we think of a number okay. 10. Certainly better than the number 10s India have had through the last couple of years yeah. by, by way of comparison. So I, I did enjoy that very much. Can we talk about Washington Sundar just for a moment? Because I've never seen a bowler who looks like a peacock as he walks into bowl before. <laughs> so he leads with the front arm and it's like he's doing this with his comb, you know. <laughs> this is not going to work on a podcast because this It'll is a It'll work on the gag. YouTube. <laughs> but, and he kind of struts in and he's very upright and he has this little sort of Humpty shrunchy strut and then he pings it down and I love watching him bowl and he came in as sort of a T20 bowler is how he's thought of but he made it work and it kind of worked for him when they were attacking him because he was like this is my go I know how to bowl at the stumps when someone's trying to hit me for six and I'm going to do that and I'll keep hitting them yeah I I think that's right so I mean the way that it ended when they go to lunch you feel like Australia's actually done a half decent Mm. job so five for 95 in the session then the next question is 369 total and they took lunch just five or six minutes late they extended the session and then Hazelwood got out and then we come back from lunch and the main question is will Patrick Cummins take the new ball now Mm. this is an ongoing debate and as best I can tell there is no rhyme or reason to this it's purely a gut feel from Tim Payne and he might have made the right call today the reason I say that is not because Cummins came on first change but he took a wicket with his second ball in the seventh over Mm -hmm. finds the outside edge of Shubman Gill on seven it's one for 11 but great take from Stephen Smith moving fast to his right at second slip that Mm -hmm. got them going Pajara walks out though and, and Pajara looks like he's setting himself for another long stay at the crease at the other end Rohit Sharma playing beautifully and perhaps yep. the most disappointing part of the day Sharma's now made yeah, it to the 30s the most disappointing part yeah to the 30s and the 50s in Sydney and now he gets to 44 out of 60 when he was out so only 16 runs had come elsewhere in the innings by the time he was dismissed and he becomes Nathan Lyon's 397th test wicket mm-hmm. he just couldn't resist it had he resisted it and batted for another half an hour well one he'd be beyond 50 and he'd be batting on day three instead he'll be just furious with himself tonight well two things to say on what you just covered there. One is that Pat Cummins was almost on a hat-trick because he almost he had Pajara first ball. That's right, edging he, just short of second sleep the second time. Yeah. And, and what Pajara does is plays, we've seen this so consistently, plays with such soft hands that the edges don't carry and that happened twice in his innings. It's yes. like you can you can get him in the trap but he escapes before the noose tightens. <laughs> he, he will edge the ball but he won't edge it to slip. And then Rohit Sharma was playing better than anybody today. The, the way he was just easing Cummins away behind point for boundaries. He wasn't overhitting anything. He played through the covers he looked a hundred bucks a million bucks a hundred million bucks that's how good he looked <laughs> better um, than a hundred bucks we could buy him off with a hundred yeah, bucks I think hundred bucks is probably <laughs> underselling him a um, hundred Nigerian dollars um, <laughs> not necessarily going to work in the exchange rate but then he, he drove Nathan Lyon away behind point for a boundary and then goes for that one over mid wicket and it was the Matthew Wade shot it was the shot that Wade kept getting out to yeah. charging and trying it nonetheless and I could like I just had this 
image of, you know, Rohit Sharma walks back, but he goes into the Australian dressing room instead and then he pulls off his mask and it was Matthew Wade all along <laughs> and he's got Rohit Sharma, the real one, tied up in a cupboard somewhere and he's like, no one's going to believe you, champion. Uh, you know, because it was the identical shot for a right-hander, but it was the same shot. And you're like, how good can this guy look in three consecutive innings and chuck it away? Uh, very frustrating. And a word for Mitchell Stark there who took not only an impressive catch but executed the perfect slide as well on his knees as yeah. he was taking the ball. We have to always remember the style points. But yeah, mm. so Lyon gets in the book early in the test match and look, milestone match, made runs, got himself a wicket, cliched as it is, confidence player Nathan Lyon and the fact that he's in the game mm-hmm. when they get back tomorrow, I think augurs well yeah. in this milestone effort that he will get beyond 400 early enough in the match that it doesn't sort of hang around and become a bit of a thing. I mean, obviously 18 more wickets for Australia to take, but if mm. you can get four in the first innings, let's say, I, I think he'll be liberated from the expectations that might be on his shoulders in the second innings, especially given they'll be bowling fourth and now there's going to be overs taken out of the match given that we didn't see any cricket after tea and I yep. tell you what, it was one hell of a storm after tea. Something I really enjoyed. Maybe it should be a Hall of Fame nominee. Maybe not. We've got something else already. But when they flash up on the screen at Brisbane in coming bad weather, they don't mm. wait for the weather to hit to put the covers down. Mm-hmm. They lay the covers out. They put the thing on the board because they know it's going to nail them. Yeah. And it nailed them. It's some of the heaviest rain I've seen at a cricket ground. It was Sri Lanka-esque um, <laughs> between about, I guess, half past two and three o'clock local time. Something like that. And that was enough. It only rained for about 45 minutes. So had an hour to clean it up and they tried and tried but the water that came off the covers just on the western side of the ground not on the cut strip but about 15 meters off the cut strip square of the wicket they couldn't get it dry enough and unfortunately they pulled the pin 450 local time and, and Australia were pretty angry about that like Jesus just before the last supper it's like I'm, I'm going to be nailed very shortly look it's Australia were annoyed but look they'll come back tomorrow and they'll have their opportunities then we'll throw forward tomorrow in a second and we'll do the hall of fame in a second uh, but first, we're going to take a break for a minute and then do that. That was very smooth. A quick word about our sponsors, Seabus Super. They do superannuation. Uh, they were asking us to think about 1998, Adam, when Mark Taylor became the fourth Australian to make a double, triple, a double, triple, a triple, double. He did a gymnastics thing. A triple century in test cricket. Uh, most memorable innings. An unbeaten 334. That last ball of the day, had he beat Ejaz Ahmed, he would have overtaken Don Bradman, but instead, that's what he closed on at the end of day two, 3-3-4. And so he had that point overnight where he was thinking about whether he would go on the next day and, and break the record or whether he should stay where he'd accidentally ended up, uh, level with the Don. But whatever he thought, in, in, in the deep of the night, he made the right decision. He made the right call and history will always remember that. And that is our lesson for today, that you have to know when it's time to declare and enjoy the fruits of your labour. In our context, that is why CBUS has an advice team so they can help you plan for retirement when the time is right to call a stop, which is something you may have trouble admitting that you have to do, Adam. Can't stop, won't stop. Yes, I should probably start planning for that. Consider CBUS today. You can visit cbussuper.com.au forward slash the final word. Get yourself a PDS in aid of that decision and remember that past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. Back to the show. This is the India Daily from the final word. Jeff Lemon and Adam Collins at the Gabba, Le Woulon-Jabay, as it is known en français. Australia, India, doing the things. Um, but 
my Hall of Fame suggestion, Adam, comes from somewhere else today. It comes from another oh. test match that's okay. being played between Sri Lanka and England. We're going to the fort. We're going to the fort. We're going to Gaul. I am going to have the Gaul to do this. Now, you would have seen, because I know you check scorecards uh, relentlessly, mm. that Joe Root made 228. 228. One away from 229. One away from 229. Herschel Gibbs uh, also made 228 about 17 years ago or whatever it was. 229, if you're not familiar, is still the lowest score that no one's made in Test cricket. The second lowest was 238, which Kane Williamson recently made. So yes. now the next one is 252. It's a long way north of 229. But I was just thinking of how much the statistician Andrew Sampson must have been like crying blood watching Joe Root get to 228, needs one more single, and then he's last man out <laughs> in, in a test match. And I could just imagine the very quiet and reserved Andrew Sampson flipping his desk over and just storming out of his house. And that's my Hall of Fame nomination for the day. Especially when it must have felt so destined. Stuart yes. Broad was given out twice, yes. reviewed twice, overturned twice. Yes. They must have thought, well, we might have a chance here. It's, uh-huh. on, it's on the cards for 229, but not to be. My nomination is the Brisbane crowd. They're loose here and I love them. Mm. They're loose here. I used to love coming to Brisbane as a spectator. I certainly love coming as a journalist. I remember in that test match we were talking about from 2016, the first day night of here, when they were just sculling out of their shoes the whole night like it wasn't even a thing. Mm. Well, today when it started raining, every thunderclap, every bolt of lightning, they were going wild and they were singing in Sweet Caroline and they were sculling beers and they were having the time of their lives. And look, when we're finished recording and I've discharged the rest of my duties after play, I'm going to join them in the pubs. It feels like they're in that kind of mood. Look at this sky, this sticky, thick Brisbane, cloudy, thunderstormy sky. This is what you get up here. This is the real Australia people. This is the re- not your fancy boardrooms oh, in the middle of Sydney. This is real Australia right here. Queenslanders, unite. Um, look, I think that's us for the day. What happens tomorrow? Uh, don't know. We, uh, what's the point of speculating? What happens tomorrow? Well, okay, uh, I'll, I'll put it in these terms. Rahane and Pajara have to bat. Rahane oh, and Pajara have to bat for We've at said least this every time they've been together. Know, uh, timeless tweet. Yeah. Uh, it's Pat Cummins' favourite venue. He's taken 20 test wickets here at 15. Yeah. He loves bowling from the Vulture Street end. He's got a 10-wicket match here. Cummins and Lyon... I think alone have enough between the two of them to get Mm. busy in the morning. But from a competitive balance perspective, uh, India are due to win a session. And if they do, and it's going to be an extended first session at that Mm -hmm. because of the extra half an hour off the front, we could have a very interesting third day. And let's hope so. We deserve it. We deserve this series to go all the way to the wire. Fingers crossed, people. Uh, The India Daily, Jeff Lemon and Adam Collins. It's on YouTube if you're listening to the podcast. If you're watching the YouTube, you can listen to the podcast. (laughs) It's amazing how this works. If you like the show, you can support it at patreon.com slash the final word. And if you have found us on YouTube, and a number of people have found the final word for the first time through that medium, just look for the podcast on all the usual platforms. We don't just make the India Daily. We make a weekly show. We make a weekend show about the history of cricket. We do lots of different mm. things. 52 weeks a year, not just... Don't put us in a box, series. man. We don't like going in a box. So join us on YouTube if you're on the pod or join us on the podcast if you're on YouTube. Uh, and yeah, patreon.com forward slash the final word is what makes the wheel, wheels go round for us, as do Seabus Super. I think that's everything, Jeff. All right. We'll see you later. India Daily Day 3 will be tomorrow. Good night. I had to go about it.